Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day, guys. Uh, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. This is our Instagram live from last night. I've just got to apologize to you. In about the last 10 minutes or so, I'm not sure what happens. Our microphone sort of drops out, so it's actually the audio recorded off the computer. So it sounds like we're talking into a cave, essentially. You can still make it all out, but just prepare yourself the last 10 minutes or so of this half-an-hour podcast. Uh, it sounds like I'm talking into a cave. So brace yourself for that. Apologies for that. We've got to be better. We'll make sure we will be better. I'm not actually sure what went wrong there, to be honest with you, uh, but we'll work it out and we'll make sure doesn't happen again so apologies for that but here is the instagram live from last night answering each and every one of your questions G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're about to go live on Instagram, just waiting for people to join and then we can answer some of their questions and uh, talk live to you guys. Just waiting for people to join now and then we will get stuck into it. G'day guys, welcome to the live. Uh, Send some questions in, whatever you've got. Let's talk some footy, super coach, whatever it might be, origin, you name it. Uh, Let's get stuck into it. Go the dogs. Jamos, yeah, mate. Huge win for Canterbury. I did not see that coming at all. Uh, massive win. Huge. Very impressive. Eels gone. I wouldn't say they're gone, uh, but that one will definitely sting them. The Garino. Adam, welcome on, mate. Lockie, welcome on, mate. CH Wilson. Very, very impressive, those doggies, mate. I did not see that win coming. Thoughts that dogs could see themselves in 12th next week. Yeah, fuck. It'll be a big jump for Canterbury, eh? It's good to see them finally heading in the right direction. It's been a tough... Uh, two years or so to watch. So hopefully with new troops arriving next year, a new coach coming in, they can start to head in the right direction. Matty Burton's just incredible, some of the shit he's able to do. How good are the Titans, Ryder? Yeah, I feel for you, mate. Uh, it's getting harder and harder to watch the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I think they've made the right move uh, by going and getting themselves an experienced half to bring there next year. Uh, yeah, it's tough watching the Titans at the moment, though, mate. I feel for their fans. Who takes the wing spot for Queensland with Coates out? I would go with Murray Tualangi, mate. Uh, Corey Oates, he'd be another really good shout. You could move uh, Hamiso there as well, but personally, I think Tualangi, he's probably the pick for me. The combination that he's already got uh, with Valentine Holmes would see him get a Queensland jersey for me. And it's not just the combination. I think he's been fantastic this year. Great finisher, great coming out of his own end. He's been unreal. Fox in game two. Yeah, I think so, mate. Um, 
Yeah, it's tough to drop Daniel Tupu or Brian Tyler. I don't think really either deserve to be dropped. Uh, but, yeah, it's hard to leave Fox out. He's been so impressive for Bulldogs over the last few weeks. Was listening to the hijack. How are you finding it? Yeah, loving it, mate. Uh, got one of the boys joining me just to talk shit, have a few beers and enjoy ourselves. Uh, so I really am enjoying it. Uh, hopefully you guys are. Hopefully we get started to get those numbers uh, up each and every week. It's been exciting, though. Uh, if you want to have a listen to the commentating, uh, we drop it on the podcast, too. It's available now uh, from tonight's earlier game. We keep on picking pretty shit games, to be honest with you, though. So once we get a close, tight one, I think it'll be more exciting. Uh, the doggies, how good. Jack DeBellin in for Origin. I don't think so, mate, but there's no doubting There's no doubting Jack, Jack DeBellin has been really good the last few weeks. His numbers have been very impressive. Um, what have we got? Addo Carr has Origin written all over him. Yeah, he's been great for a long time, mate. I wouldn't push back on him being there. What to do with Tohu Harris? Went early on him, hoping he comes good in a few weeks, similar to McInnes post-ACL. I think if you went early on Tohu Harris, you're probably going to hold him now. You know he'll be good by the end of the season. I'm not sure if he's going to be that 60, 70 sort of guy that we thought he was going to be, realistically. Uh, but I think he'll still be a 50 or 60 sort of guy, and I think it'll be worth having. Just seems a bit sideways to trade him out now. You're going to lose a bit of money, but you'll probably make it back later. I'm looking forward to bringing him in in about a month or so, round 18, 19. Uh, I'm looking at Tohu Harris. I'm also looking at Josh Schuster. Both will be really, really cheap in a month, and I'll be diving all over those guys. Do you think the Warriors need to change their back five apart from Walsh to literally anyone else? Mate, they don't have that many options. I would probably bring, if I was in charge of this side, I would give Volkman a shot next week in the halves. I would bring in Arcee in the centres. Uh, and maybe you play Chanel Harris-Tavita out in the centres or play him somewhere else. I'm not quite sure. Uh, they are limited with options, though. But I thought DJ and Arcee, he was great when he was playing there, and I'd give him a shot in the centres personally. Can Bronx finish in the top four? I think they can, mate. Uh, we'll do a deep dive on the Broncos tomorrow on the Bloke in a Bar podcast. Really looking forward to that. It's going to be a tough one. Kemby's going to be very happy. Queensland won. The Broncos won. Uh, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow, especially for Timmy Williams, uh, our co-host. He's a Canberra Raiders fan and a Blues fan, obviously. So Kempy's done him twice this week. So that should be a good listen tomorrow. But yeah, I think Brisbane can, mate. Uh, they're going to suffer a few injuries over the next few weeks. Obviously, Herbie Farmworth, he's now gone. Uh, Branko Lee will come in. You'll see Jordan Pierre might play a bit more footy. Hopefully, Katoni Staggs is fit, and they need Adam Reynolds to stay on the field. But... I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Ezra Mam's going to be a great little wild card. I can't wait to watch his combination with Adam Reynolds develop uh, over the next few weeks. Sharky's Premiers. Mate, I probably would have listened to you a couple of weeks ago, but they have struggled. Um, I personally don't think they're going to be able to knock over a team like the Penrith Panthers on the big stages. Uh, we'll see how they go, go the Sharkies. They, they've got a bit of time up their sleeve to get their shit sorted out. Uh, but what they did at the start of the year was unbelievable. It's crazy how far they've, they've sort of dropped. Uh, Hamole for Origin. I would love to see him there, Sam. I think it'll be a really good pick, but um, he has come out and said that he's going to play for Tonga, and I respect that, to be honest with you. Uh, so I don't think we'll see Hamole in the Origin arena this year. Maybe in the future, though, if we could get him, I think it'd be unreal. Burton in Origin. I think he's playing well enough to be there, to be honest with you. I think that uh, last few weeks, especially, he's really gone to a new level. I think at left centre, he'd be great. But our best player in game one was Jack Wyden, who played left centre. I don't think Latrell will be there for game one. Whether they keep Katoni Staggs or whether he's available, uh, as, as same with uh, Stephen Crichton as well, whether they keep him, it's going to be interesting. But I think Burton in origin, I think he'd be a good 14. But 
I'd probably still go with Nico Hines over him in the 14 anyway. So probably doesn't get a gig this year, but I think he's playing well enough to be there. Uh, Guru, can you come play for the Titans, please? We're, we're destination fucked at the moment. I wouldn't help you. Don't worry about that. I don't see a world where Bulldogs beat Parry. Yeah, I said that before, mate. I did not see it at all. Uh, always the Doghouse, 1935, always on my case. you got you got to love having those people around. Yeah, mate, I didn't see it coming at all. I... Couldn't have imagined it. Uh, so a huge win for Canterbury. Well done to you. Hopefully you can keep it going. We don't want this uh, flash in the pan sort of stuff for Canterbury. We want to see them be consistent and build off the back of it. Perfect round ruined by the dogs, but good to see them win. Yeah, I think a lot of perfect rounds were knocked over this week. Uh, but yeah, huge, huge W for them. Uh, centers for game two. I'd probably go Jack White, and I'd probably keep Tony Staggs if he was fit, to be honest with you, if... There's going to be changes. I'd like to see Campbell Graham come in, but you'd have to think Stephen Crichton would be pretty close up there. And uh, we just spoke about him. Matty Burden, he'd have to be close too. But I would love to see Campbell Graham given a shot. How long do you reckon Haas and Reno are out for? Apparently both are going to play next week. So keep an eye on that situation. Whether they do both run out or not remains to be seen, but apparently both will. I think Adam Reynolds is probably a little bit more likely than Payne Haas. I wouldn't be surprised to give Haas, see them give Haas a bit of a spell. Um, what have we got? Saints making the top eight. Martin, I don't think so, mate. Um, I, I think they're going to sort of struggle in the back end, especially during this origin period where they lose Ben Hunt. He's their best player and their most important player by a country mile. So, no, nah, not for me, mate. I think it's going to be tough for any of the top eight teams to drop out. I think they're all playing pretty decent footy. Uh, so I can't really see the Saints getting in there. You've got the Raiders that will be there and thereabouts again, but I'm just not sure if any of the top eight, current top eight, drop out of it realistically. Olan re-signing, a sneakily huge signing. Yeah, I agree, mate. I think Justin Olam's a great get for Melbourne. He fits into their system perfectly. Playing outside Cam Munster there, you assume Munster will be there next year as it stands right now. Uh, so I think it's a really good signing. He's been a champion player over the last few years, uh, Justin Olam. I'm going to win Supercoach this year. You heard it here first. Yeah, mate, I think I'm going to be thereabouts with you. Uh, having a good season at the moment. I think I scored 1,370-something this week, so... I should go up this week. I think I was 82. Hopefully, that'll get me into the top 50 this week uh, with a heap of trades left, and hopefully, we can have a red-hot crack at it. But yeah, I'll see you there, Rig Payne. Uh, uh, what have we got? Do you think Walsh and Curran were the only ones to keep the Warriors somewhat in it on the weekend? Yeah, I thought Curran was really good. He looked great uh, in his return game. You lost you an Aiken as well, which really hurt you. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do with the Warriors. I, uh, it's... Yeah, it's brutal because they've done so much for our game over the last two years or so. And just as they get the opportunity to go home and see their fans, they start to play the way that they have. It's like their spirit's just been crushed. I hope that they're just excited to get home and, you know, it's just around the corner. And hopefully when they get there, they can turn this around because it's very disappointing. It's not the Warriors team that we've grown to know over the last two years. In fact, it's close to the Warriors team we knew before COVID when they were the inconsistent, unreliable team, unresilient team. I think during this COVID time, they've been super resilient. And as I said, disappointing to see them play in the way they are now. I know a lot of people are really pissed off about the Nathan Brown situation, and I get that. Uh, but I stand by the argument, was Nathan Brown going to be the guy to pull you out of this? I don't think he was, personally. I don't think he was getting much out of this squad as it was. Tough situation, I get it. Uh, but the Warriors is always a tough situation. You have to travel so much. It's hard to get players there, etc. Um, I, I think it's upsetting for them to lose Nathan Brown and the way it played out. I understand why you guys are pissed off at Nathan Brown. Uh, but if you weren't going to sack him today, you're probably going to sack him in the next two years, realistically. I don't mind the idea of going back to New Zealand with Stacey Jones as the coach, uh, with Kevin Campion as well. That's a big in there. Whether he goes back to New Zealand with them or not, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Nathan Brown was the guy anyway, and 
I understand his reasoning, to be honest with you. If I was in his boat, I probably would have done the same thing. So it's a tough one. He should have let you know earlier, uh, but it sort of is what it is there. Nice finder, the guru. Thank you, mate. When are you back? What's doing? Give us an update. Fuck Manly. Imagine Manly if uh, Finu walked back in there now. That'd be unreal. Thoughts on Robson into Origin Camp for Game 2? I like it, mate. I said when the Dragons released him that it was going to be a mistake. Uh, they had Cam McInnes at 9, and I sort of said then Cam McInnes isn't going to be a 9 in the modern game, and I think you've sort of seen that play out. Uh, he's now a 13. I don't think you would play him at 9, and I think the Dragons have really missed keeping a Reese Robson there. Andrew McCulloch's come in. He's done a good job, but I don't think he's going to have the same career as a Reese Robson. Could be anything. You see how good Robson's been um, for the Cowboys up there. you got to remember, it wasn't that long ago he was competing with Reuben Cotter for that hooker jersey. Reuben Cotter, we might not have the same Reuben Cotter we have now if it wasn't for uh, Robson playing so well and forcing Cotter into the 13. So, uh, sensational player. And, yeah, I think the experience in Origin Camp will be great for him. I think Origin... It could prove to be huge for the Cowboys. Tom Dearden's going to get a heap of confidence out of it. You could see Reese Robson go in there. He'll get a heap of confidence out of that. And you'll have guys that gain confidence from being there during the week but not actually playing the game. So there's no toll on their, on their bodies. I think it's sensational uh, for the Cowboys moving forward. Branko Lee in for Herbie. I think so, mate. Uh, they've got a couple of options in the centres, but personally, I'd be going for Branko. Uh, he's a premiership winner. He's played on big stages. He's delivered before, and he was really good uh, the other night as well. The left side, he's obviously normally played right, but he has played left during his career, so I think Branko will jump in there, and I think he'll do a good job. Uh, big win for... Uh, not Katani Stakes. Big win for Corey Oates, uh, who's been playing great footy, but hasn't been able to get uh, that much ball off his centre partner uh, inside him, Herbie Farmer. So with Branko there, could get a bit more ball, which could be exciting. Uh, Mr. Broder, the hijack comedy is great, but it cuts out if you're too far behind you. We'll make sure I catch you live. Yeah, no worries, mate. Apologies for that. I, I think it's a good time when you're on there live. It is good. You've got to download the hijack app. You can join in there. And yeah, it's not completely in sync. You've got to pause or just catch up to us. I'll give you regular updates where we're up to, and I, hopefully you can line it up. But I think it's enjoyable. And personally, I'm sick of getting yelled at by Mick Ennis and Blocker putting me to sleep. So I'm happy to have an alternative there. I think it's really going to take off. Thoughts on Kiwis versus Tonga next weekend? I think it's the weekend after. I don't, I'm not exactly sure. I'm pretty sure it is. But yeah, really looking forward to it. That's going to be a cracking clash there. Um, haven't really thought about what the teams will look like, but I'm very excited to see how they go. Who makes the last two spots in the eight? I don't think the eight will change from here, mate. I think it's pretty much settled, Cooper. Um, there are a couple of teams that could come in. We posted about them earlier today, but I'm not convinced any of them do. I think Canberra are probably the best team out of the ones that remain, but they still have got that inconsistency to them. I think they've got a really good run home, Canberra. Uh, so fingers crossed they can jag a spot in there, but I'm not sure who falls out. Uh, thoughts on Darren Lockyer's voice. Yeah, he took a he took an elbow to the throat at one point, uh, Lockie, and his voice changed completely. I think there's a video on YouTube. You're going to have a look at it. Um, I don't know. Soothing voice of Lockie could put me to sleep, though. Olaquatu is the best edge forward right now. Yeah, he's right up there, mate. Uh, we obviously want to see him do it against the top teams, but I always think he's performed well against the top teams anyway. Panthers proving they have the best system in the comp. No yo and no difference. Yeah, I think there is a difference, to be fair. I think there definitely is a, a difference, respectfully, to yo. Is it a big enough difference uh, that they struggle? No, but it definitely is a difference. They are better with Isaiah Yo. But, Jacob, I agree with you. They're proving they are by far and away the best system in rugby league at the moment. 
Uh, what was your Supercoach score this week? I got 13.66, ranked 2,500. I beat you by about 10 points, mate. 13.77, I think I got. And I was ranked 82. So hopefully that'll push me into the top 50. I think you'll be joining me in the top 1,000, uh, which is uh, very exciting, Sam. Um, Sharky's still a top four hope. I probably don't think so, to be honest with you. They're getting a little bit inconsistent. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this Sifatalakai uh, situation. If he misses two weeks, that'll hurt him as well. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I hope it doesn't really matter rep round, Talakai. I assume he'd probably play for Tonga. Uh, I know that he's, uh, a lot of his family have played for Tonga in the past. So hopefully he is able to play in that round because that would be disappointing to see Sifatalakai uh, miss that week. Hey, Guru, love the content. Go the Blues. Yeah, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, the Blues, very disappointing on Wednesday night. If you came out there and you came to the Bloke in a Bar live show with myself, Timmy, Hello Sport, uh, it was an unreal time. So if you came out, thank you for your support. We appreciate it. Uh, thoughts on Roosters after Saturday? Are they done? Nah, they're far from done, mate. Um, once they get out of this origin period, Rob's, Robinson will be able to get them all together. He'll work it out. I'm, I don't think they're going to win a comp this year, uh, but I can't see a world where they miss the top eight, mate. They'll work it out. They'll be okay. I think Robson, Blues 14, and Cook for impact off the bench. Yeah, it's an interesting one whether the Blues decide to go with two hookers. If they are going to go for two hookers, one of them has to be Appy Curacao. I would be very surprised if we go for Cook and Robson and no Appy. That would shock me. It's tough because I think you need to sub Cook somewhere, but you don't really want to sub him for just an out-and-out hooker in the 14. It can make life a little bit hard. I know that Queensland do it, but they've also got a guy like Kurt Capewell that can shift out. For me, I like my utility to be someone that can play in the halves, in the fullback, out in the back. So like a Nico Hines, a Matt Burton, a Jack White, and one of these guys. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Freddie does there because I think he does need to make some tweaks there, surely. Rankin Supercoach, surely top 50. Yeah, Coop, I should get in the top 50 this week, hopefully. We'll see how he goes. Uh, you may have to should – what the fuck, Bradley? Uh, the boys at Hollow Sport had to do a green screen bra, pairing it with Baby Blues as a stroke of genius. Not actually a green screen, actually a TV. <laughs> actually got the TV behind me. So, no, the boys are still the kings of the green screens over at Hollow Sport, no doubt about that. O'Brien, next coach to be sacked. Yeah, you'd have to think so. If someone's going to get sacked, it'll probably be him, realistically. Uh, all the other bottom teams have sacked their coach. Maybe Hook, but I probably don't think so. I think O'Brien would probably be next if I had to put money somewhere, but I don't think he's overly close to getting sacked. Aiken at centre, I don't like it, but I'm a bit uh, selfish as far as super coach and everything goes. Uh, but I think it is a real possibility, uh, especially with him leaving at, at the end of the season. They might just plug him there to solve a problem. That would really hurt me if they do. Um, would you rather Oluquatu stay loyal to Tonga or play Origin? Uh, selfishly, I'd rather him in our New South Wales team if it helps us win. But for the good of the game, I appreciate that Oluquatu is playing for Tonga and he's turned down a lot of money there, uh, which I think says a lot about the guy and who he is. So good on him. I back it. Selfishly, I want him for the Blues because I think he's an absolute fucking juggernaut. Uh, but... For the good of the game, I think he's made the right decision. Uh, he's given up a bit of money, which you've got to respect. Yeah, you've got to respect that nowadays. I'm not sure if I would do it myself. So uh, good on him. Very, very impressive. Uh, what about – what have we got? When is it a – why is it a team like the Eels lose today to the Cops and not the other players? Yeah, I, I don't know. Tough with Parramatta, mate. I think they're sort of the exception, not the example. Uh, the coach seems to wear it nonstop, not the players. So, I don't know. Lomax need dropping. No, I don't think so, mate. Uh, I think Lomax is at times a little bit too talented for his own good. Uh, tries to do a little bit too much, but... In that Dragons team, sometimes he does realistically. But obviously, when you get the no-lookers and the flicks and everything, and sometimes it's a little bit over the top. Um, I wasn't overly huge on. He threw a pass that 
almost landed in the third row of the crowd on the weekend and he sprayed his winger for it, which I wasn't overly high on. Uh, I don't really like my guys carrying on like that. So Lomax is young, though. Uh, I've met him in person once or twice. He's a lovely guy, champion fella. Um, if anything, I, I think he tries too hard sometimes because his dragons are normally on the back foot. He knows he's got the talent to break games open and he tries to use it. He's just got to pick his moments a little bit better, Zachy Lomax. That'll come as he gets older, though. Titans need a change of coach. I don't know. Do they? Fuck. Was this not what we expected from the Gold Coast Titans? I thought they'd be bottom four this year, realistically. Look how young their spine is. It was always going to be tough. So, I don't know. Change the coach. Go ahead. But you had this plan. You knew it was going to be a long-term plan. You knew that Holbrook was your guy. I don't understand why you'd go and change him now, to be honest with you. But anyway, um, Eels need to be relegated to New South Wales Cup. It's a rough one. What do you think about uh, What do you think about the rumours of boys opting out of Origin to play for their country? Should you have to play for Australia if you want to play Origin? Look, I've got no problem, to be honest with you, with the boys um, that play Origin and play for their other countries. I respect that. But I think at the start of the series, you need to make a decision. You need to decide are you going to be playing for New South Wales or if you're going to play for Tonga Samoa or whatever it might be. I don't like that guys can play game one and then piss off for game two and go represent their country. I just think if that's what means so much to you, which is fair enough, play on to you. Do it from the start and don't take someone else's New South Wales Blues jersey or Queensland Maroons jersey, you know. I think I read today that Daniel Tupu, he said that he's going to play Origin for the whole series. Good on him. At the end of the year, he's going to go to the World Cup and play for Tonga, which is fantastic. I love that. Uh, but I'd be a little bit disappointed if, for example, Tony Staggs pulled his jersey from for game two to go play for Tonga. That would piss me off a little bit. I think you've got to make a decision at the start and stick to it. Uh, at what point should a Knights fan uh, like me give up on finals in 2022? Uh, now, mate. I think you're done and dusted. Uh, D.L. Uh, D. Gibson, Sasagi to take Tuala's spot. Yeah, Simi Sasagi, he's been a good player for a long time. I think he's been underutilized there at the Newcastle Knights. I think a lot of people outside of Newcastle haven't really seen much of this guy. He can play. He's very talented. Can play centers, can play in the halves, can play 13, can do a range of things. I'd like to see him given an opportunity. Did Gerbo do enough on Sunday for an Origin gig? Thought he had the best game of his season. Yeah, he did, mate. Oh, I just think that Freddie's probably moving away from that sort of body type. Uh, it might cost him this year. I don't know. We'll see how he goes. But I'm not as convinced Gerbo comes straight back in. I'm also not as convinced that Gerbo would have been the resolution and we would have won that game with him, to be honest with you. So we'll see how it plays out. Tessie knew to get a spot back in the side once fit. I don't know, to be honest with you, mate. I think that Ezra Mam is pretty much locked into that six jersey now, and I think tomorrow Martin has to be in the side somewhere. Uh, so I'm not sure if Testing New is locked into a spot, to be honest with you. Maybe he might get a center spot with Herbie Farmworth out. He might slide into left center. Might be a decent little grab for your draft competitions, actually. Uh, but no, I'm not convinced he comes straight back into the fullback spot, realistically. Thoughts on Avril at fullback for the Doggies. Loved it. Been calling for it for a very, very long time. Um, it's well overdue for him to be in this jersey. He's never been a halfback. He's never been a center. He's always been a fullback. So good to see. Noah Buxton, give Pele a game for the Sharks. Yeah, I'd love to see him there as well, mate. Uh, very good player. Huge. Big bit of gear. Uh, but, you know, the Sharkies forward pack is pretty damn solid. It's hard to get a gig in there. So... I don't know. I don't know where, where he gets a spot. There's a lot of good forwards missing out every week for the Sharks. Who's your grand final pick? Penrith and Melbourne at the moment, mate. Uh, Penrith and someone it'll be. If Sharks played Rabbits next week, who would you pick? South seem to be on the up and Sharks going downwards a little bit. I think I'd still take the Sharks, mate. They're a little bit too inconsistent for me, South Sydney. 
Does Dufty have a club next year? I don't believe so, mate. I think he's uh, I think he's probably Super League bound realistically, and uh, I think he'll do very well over there. I'll be having a little Michelle Pfeiffer on him to uh, win a Man of Steel over there. He's going to carve it, and yeah, I think it's probably time for him. <coughs> Nathan was on fire Sunday, fed up with the talk, although I didn't feel he deserved that much. Yeah, I didn't think Nathan Cleary was as bad as what people said. I think there's a lot of people out there uh, that have been waiting for Nathan Cleary to play a below-average game or a quiet game or a bad game, if you want to call it that, and then come after him. I didn't think he was as bad as what people said. I think if you look at the context of the game and some of the moments he was involved in, uh, he really wasn't far off winning that game for New South Wales. Yes, it wasn't his best performance. His kicking game was average. I understand that, but I don't think he was as bad as what people are saying. What do we got in regards to the coaching merry-go-round? Sorry, Matt, I missed your first one, but the coaching merry-go-round is going to be very interesting to see who lands where. I'm mainly interested to see where Shane Flanagan lands. I don't think he'll take the Warriors job. I think it'll either be Canterbury or the Tigers. Do you want to go for the Tigers where the board's an absolute basket case and it's there's players that are obviously going to be unhappy there because they're Madge guys, or uh, do you go to the Bulldogs? But do you really get control of that team, or is it Phil Gould's team? It's a tough one. It'll be interesting to see how it goes, and... Is Phil, Gould, is Phil Gould prepared to hand over the keys to the Flanagan family? I'm not sure if he is, to be honest with you. Cleary bouncing back was a super coach captain special. It certainly was this week, mate. If you're Captain Cleary, uh, you should have been in for a pretty good week. Uh, I considered it myself, didn't have the balls to do it. Uh, I wish I did. I actually had Scotty Drinkwater's 90 as my VC. I seriously considered taking that. Um, didn't. I haven't done the maths yet. I think it would have evened me out a little bit, but... Titans today, boo young guns for the rest of the season. Do you see it happening? Fuck, you've already got a fair whack of young guns there. I don't know if that's the answer, to be honest with you. I got four hundred. I got 1,448. You reckon I could have been top 100 for the 1K? Yeah, I'd say so, mate. I think it'll be around about that top 100 mark. Uh, I haven't really had a good look at all the scores, and I'm very I'm sh- shocking at predicting that stuff, to be honest with you. So we'll see you tomorrow. Good luck. Who gets Tigers and Warriors jobs? Who's the next coach to fall? I think Adam O'Brien might be the next one to fall. Um, who gets those jobs? I don't know, to be honest with you. I'd, yeah, I don't know. You'd have to think that Flano probably goes to Canterbury. I would think, if not, the Tigers. But the Warriors job, I've got no idea, mate. No idea whatsoever. Graham for Origin. Yeah, I wouldn't push back on it. I think he'd do really well there. I think he's deserved an opportunity. Uh, we called it a long time ago as an Origin Smokey and got absolutely punished for it. Uh, but he's one hell of a player, Campbell Graham. Thoughts on Walsh on the weekend? Reese Walsh thought he went well, mate. Uh, fuck, he's a goer. I feel sorry for him in that side. He, he's a very good player, Reese Walsh. I'm a huge fan of him. Do you give the Broncos a sniff against Melbourne with a full-strength Bronx team? Well, you won't have a full-strength team, so no. Um, seven in a row, though. I don't think they've beaten too many of the top eight teams in that run. Uh, but there's no easy games in rugby league, in the NRL, realistically. So, Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Yeah, no, I, I, I think Melbourne will beat them, to be honest with you, mate, down there. I think Pappy's returning next week, so I can't see them losing. 
Is Haas shoulder a worry for Origin? Isn't TPJ a Blues player? TPJ is a Blues player, but fuck it, it'd take a lot for me to pick TPJ, mate. He's too inconsistent for me. Uh, my old saying with TPJ is... Uh, one sunny day doesn't make a summer, and he's going to have sunny days, going to have big games, but you just can't rely on him in those big moments for me. Sean Johnson, time to retire. No way. I think he's got more in him, SJ. He's in a bit of a lull at the moment, but you can sort of understand him him being in a bit of a lull at the moment, all the stuff going on and whatnot, new coach and everything. Um, I'd like to see him with Ronald Volkman next to him. I think with a young guy running around at 5'8 next to him, it could get a little bit more out of SJ, so... No, I still like to think when they go back to New Zealand, he's going to be the guy, and I think he's going to be the guy next year still. So, Sean Johnson retired, not for me. I uh, would like to see him given a bit of a spell, though. Keen to see Tarava make his debut this season. Penrith Jr., pretty sure, played lots of footy with Tungo and May. Yes, he has, mate. He has played a lot of footy with them. They were normally on the left edge. He was normally at fullback. So, uh, yeah, very excited to see him. I'm surprised we haven't yet. Um, they've obviously played in round 13 during the origin period, so maybe we won't, but I would like to see him. What about Joey in the background, by the way? What a game. 2005, game two. One of the best performances by a player you will ever see. Joey coming off essentially no games whatsoever. Josh Hannay getting a full... NRL, Queensland have been talking him up hard. If I was Josh Hannay, I would stay as a perennial assistant coach, a perennial intern. As soon as he takes a first-grade job and it doesn't work, which it probably won't, uh, because that's the way coaching goes for 99% of coaches. He is out on his ass. No one will touch him. Right now, he's hot property. Everyone wants him in and around their squad. Uh, I think Josh Hannay should play some eyes-up footy and stay as an assistant for a career. A para, para title contender after their loss today to the Bulldogs. Yeah, look, I I didn't see them losing that, but it is the sort of thing that Parramatta do. Let's be honest here. It's the sort of thing that Parramatta have done for quite some time. So I'm not ruling them out of being contenders. Well, I, I kind of already have. I don't think they can win the comp this year, but I still think they can be one of the four teams left at the end despite that result today. It was just a shit fight. They'll learn from it. Sorry, mate, if you answered this question already, do you think Warriors are wooden spooners now? Uh, I haven't answered it, Marcus, but I think they'll go pretty close, unfortunately, mate. I hope they don't, but I think they'll go pretty close. Going back to New Zealand, though, uh, that could give them a real little boost. I think the Titans are going like a busted as well. But they'll get players back soon, so hard to say. Rookie of the year so far, Nanai for me, but fuck, Ezra has impressed me so much. It'll be Ezra, I think, mate. Um, I believe Nanai played more than four games or whatever the hell it is last year. I would have also gone Taylor May or Tungo. I think they both played too many games last year, though. Um, yeah. I'd have to have a look at how many guys players have, guys have played last year, to be honest with you. You're doing a potty on your last post of the player that left. Yes, I will be, Cooper. I'll be doing that tomorrow, Arvo, after Bloke in a Bar. We'll get stuck into that. So you'll probably hear it Tuesday. Maybe Monday, Arvo. We'll see how we're traveling. Uh, how resilient were the depleted Broncos on Saturday night holding out defensively? They were, mate. Very impressive. I won't talk too much about it because I'll assume Kempi wants to have a big yarn about it tomorrow. So I'll probably save it for there. But yes, very, very impressive. So Ali getting hornier, hornier week in, week out. He certainly is, mate. He's a fucking problem. Uh, who do you think the Panthers' assistant will sign with? I don't know. I, I, I'm a little bit worried that he's getting overhyped a little bit, Cameron Serraldo. Um I saw the Tigers offer him a five-year job. Fuck, like, you'd want to be a good, a good coach if you're getting five-year gigs before you've coached one game in the NRL. Very tough. A lot of pressure on him now. And you'd have to assume wherever he goes that it probably won't be an ideal system. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how Serraldo goes. I'm not sure where he ends up, mate. But I think Craig Fitzgibbon taught us that the best thing you can say sometimes is no and wait for the right job to come. And I hope Serraldo 
uh, does the same thing and waits for the right job. Guys, I'm going to scroll right to the bottom. Good God, that's a lot of fucking questions. Right to the bottom, guys. We'll do about three or four more minutes. So send your questions in. Now I'll answer the most recent one. What happened to Grant Ravelli? Grant Ravelli, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Cowboys, Warriors, half. He's very talented, actually. Uh, I think his career probably should have gone a little bit longer, been a bit more successful than what it was. Yeah, the Bulldogs, trot, baby. Yeah, good win for the Doggies. Should be very happy with yourselves. <coughs> Penrith going back-to-back. -back. Sato 101, I believe so, mate. I think they're going to be very, very hard to beat realistically this year. Um, hard to see anyone topping this Panther side. They're just incredible at the moment. What can New South Wales do to counter Queensland intense kicking uh, on Cleary? Be handy if you could have a hooker that would kick. Also be handy if your front rowers could do more work around the ruck uh, to protect them. I thought he was an open target uh, for a lot of the game. I think he also needs uh, Jerome Lewis to step up a little bit. Is Seraldo the right choice for Canterbury? Uh, Canterbury the right choice for Seraldo, I think, is the question, to be honest with you, mate. I'm not sure if they are. Any intel on Finney Kane's return, Finucane's return? Uh, I'm hearing that he could be a little bit further off than what Cronulla are acting like. So keep an eye on that situation. Hopefully my mail's wrong, uh, but I think he could have a bit of a longer stint on the sidelines than what the Sharks are letting on. Heading to Perth for Origin 2. No, I'm not, mate. Uh, it'd be unreal to get over there with you, but I won't be. Got a bit on over the next few months, so I will be watching uh, from home. I believe I'll be on the Hijack app commentating that one with a mate. Have a few beers, order a cross, get stuck into our work, and uh, enjoy that game, though. Will Saluka Fafita bash Diarro when he goes to the Bunnies? No, he'll be right, mate. He's a South Sydney junior, Saluka Fafita. I believe he's a former Matto Tiger, uh, so he'll fit in well there. If you can just get a couple of errors out of his game, it'll be a really good signing uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs there. Kiwi side should pick up Manu at fullback, in my opinion. Yeah, it wouldn't be a should pick Manu at fullback. Yeah, I think they probably will, mate. I'm trying to think who the other options would be for fullback. I think Joe Marno would be the standout. Thanks, Guru. See you around. See you, Coop. Talk to you soon, bro. Thoughts on trading Moses out for Mam? Uh, yeah, you probably should have done it last week, though, bro. You've missed a fair whack of coin there. But, yes, still worth doing. It's about 30-odd minutes, guys. We're going to jump off now. Uh, recording Bloke in a Bar tomorrow, so stay tuned uh, for that podcast and YouTube coming out tomorrow. And then... Uh, myself and Timmy on Wednesday, we're recording beers and break even. So plenty of content to come this week on the Rugby League Guru podcast and on Bloke in a Bar tomorrow. Big origin review and then a big review of everything uh, that occurred in round 14. Plenty to touch on. Stay tuned for all that content. The hijack that we did earlier today, the commentating of the uh, Bulldogs and the Eagles game, that's available now on the Rugby League Guru podcast. If you want to go and listen to it. Bit of a giggle. We talk footy, but we just talk general stuff, answering questions. A little bit like this, to be honest with you. Uh, so go check it out if you are keen. It's about two hours or so. Might put you to sleep. I don't know. We'll see how you're traveling. Uh, but thank you, guys. Appreciate your support. As always, this live, the entire thing, uh, will be available on the Rugby League Guru podcast tomorrow morning. Rye, hope you're well, my guy. Not bad, eh? It's growing out. We're getting there. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.